1: It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin.
0: RW Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today.
1: Clues, underwear drawers, And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now.
0: Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies (laughs) makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses, welcome to the Game of the Roses. This is the game of roses. Welcome to the game of roses. I'm tired of being like tough Demi. I'm tired of. I'm tired of like being demigod. Like demigod is like a shield. And there's another person in me. There's layers to me. And I've been so embarrassed of them for no reason. Like my whole life, wanting to just be strong and tough. And. This is about me embracing that side of me and showing that side of me and knowing that it's okay.
1: Did you know Demigod was a shield all along?
0: I didn't even know what Demigod was. I didn't know that that was her nickname or anything officially, but I suppose it was. I feel Uh, like I've
1: seen Queen Demi more in the Twitter sphere, but... uh,
0: You know, I'm realizing I'm not that deep into the actual other social media of Bachelor Nation.
1: There are whole accounts that are like, I'm in love with Dylan. This one. <laughs> I, I see comments exist, on everything. Because some
0: of them follow my bachelor clues. And I'm always like, oh, okay. I, that's a thing. I just mark yeah. it off in my mind. Like, Hannah that exists. and
1: Dylan is an Instagram account. And I'm like, what yeah. is the... Why? It could just why? be an
0: algorithm making them, though.
1: I saw there was one that was just the crabs.
0: Just devoted to I'll the crabs. I'll follow that one. I'll follow the crabs.
1: It did remind me of you. maybe in an homage. <laughs> Well, anyway, there was a big. There was like a few seasons ago. Uh, Bachelor Clues did a lot of crab work and like.
0: Yeah, I mean, something, I don't know if something we need to retribution. Into retrospective of Bachelor Clues early years, the crab phase. I don't know if we need to go that deep into this, <laughs> but
1: anyway, more importantly, we have our first Bachelor in Paradise contestant coming out essentially. Yeah. Uh, which is huge
0: it's a very important moment in the record of the show. Certainly what it is doing culturally, it's so pervasive that now we finally have something that seems like it may be catching up to the times.
1: I think when I first heard this was going to happen, I was a little worried that it was some sort of publicity stunt, but Mm -hmm. now I, I don't know. I totally believe her.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um,
1: I'm very confused because I thought that you told me that she makes out with one of the twins
0: I don't know if I said that there was something that I saw that made me think it was true. I don't Mm -hmm. know what that was, though, and I have no memory of saying it to you.
1: (laughs) Well, I feel like we've seen her making out with some woman, right?
0: I don't know. In my head, yes. I think I can see that shot. Uh, But we
1: wouldn't both make up that shot. Right, I don't. Know. I feel like I've seen that shot too. I don't know.
0: This show does so much in promos to trick you and fool the mind. Yeah, that's oh, well, how I'm they keep control. Every
1: time I've been watching this for fucking, what? Oh god, seventeen years.
0: A long time. Yeah, it's been a piece. of I've your been life. watching
1: this show for seventeen years, mm-hmm. and they still trick me with the fucking promos.
0: So we don't know who this mystery lady is, but we do know that Demi came out.
1: She's only told Katie. And then she told Derek, the guy mm-hmm. she's seeing.
0: But everybody seems completely fine with it. And yeah. it seems to be a cathartic moment. And it's sending the right message to anybody out there who's watching the show. Like, oh that yeah, you it is be 2019.
1: You yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you're buying? Okay, cool. This has just never happened on The Bachelor. Which is how behind it is.
0: It's a good thing that Demi came out.
1: Yes. We agree. Then she has this very weird conversation with Jordan, which seemed like the scene was planted or like the producers were like, you guys just need to do this. And they like narrate everyone else on the beach and like make jokes about them.
0: It was a little comedic moment. I thought that was played very well by both of them. This falls under the category for players to kind of use their strengths, be the funny one. It's proof positive that if you are the most entertaining, if you can turn a joke, if you have a funny disposition, they're at least going to give you screen time doing funny things. It's a yeah, surefire way
1: to do The thing that Demi and Jordan are setting up, and Demi literally says, oh, we're the new dynamic duo. And they're basically like the colorful narrator role in this episode.
0: And they were funny, I thought. I enjoyed it. I'd watch a TV show with them.
1: I mean, I enjoy Demi.
0: So first off, very early in
1: the first episode this week, I had my Jorge Moreno Bystander of the Week
0: Award. I bet it was probably the same one that I had. <laughs> Who was not
1: Sometimes there's only one candidate for these categories. That's right. Uh, this week, mine was Jorge Moreno. Mine too. He came back for Nicole's date and showed her and Jordan the specific spot in the jungle. This is where I lost my virginity, and I loved it.
0: It was fantastic. Virginity is obviously a huge issue in the Bachelor franchise. It's something that some people hold sacred. Some people are derided for. Some people, a bachelor throne and crown are built around the idea of it for Colton.
1: Sean Lowe was a born-again virgin.
0: Does that count?
1: I mean, they talked about it a lot.
0: Colton was a legit real virgin.
1: And Luke P. was a born-again virgin again. Right. But they made a huge deal artist. out of Becca, uh, Becca Kimball. Is that her name? Same with Ashley I. Ashley Eye has built a fucking franchise on her virginity. Oh, Hannah reveals that she and Blake had a relationship before the show that they haven't talked about the entire week that they've been there. And uh, Dylan was like, I feel like I should have known that. No shit.
0: This brings me to my MMMVVVPPP and my. Play of the game. Game, game, game.
1: Oh, shit.
0: It was, of course, Blake. And his play of the game is actually preseason to Bachelor in Paradise. It was DMing Hannah on Instagram and saying, hey, I think we could be the next couple on the cover of People Magazine, Us Weekly, what have you. Why don't I fly down to your hometown we'll hang out we'll see if there's a vibe and then if there is maybe we can explore it in paradise and go straight through he did the best strategy and granted Blake planted a few seeds and some of them grew into weeds (laughs) but one of them now is growing into a beautiful blossoming rose
1: I mean (laughs) Blake he has definitely planted many seeds.
0: This week, he was my MVP hands down. Not only did he... I mean, he... he
1: was training the hardest during preseason. Absolutely. Jesus Christ.
0: He understands more than probably anyone else on that beach that this game never stops. It is constantly being played. It doesn't matter if you're on one of the shows or not. The players all still exist. The rules are all still in place. You need to be in each other's Instagrams. You need to use Instagram to get your numbers up, through the other players' numbers, and also to connect with them. You
1: you have to go on the festival circuit.
0: And he also then disappeared in the second episode. He pulled a disappearing man, which is fantastic for a guy in his position who is now embroiled in a love triangle and all this drama, and he's just trying to lay low. Whatever he was doing, they did not cut him into this episode. So hats off to my MVP, Blake.
1: The moment I knew that he was just after Instagram was when Kalen was like, oh, he thinks like for my image, we shouldn't talk about this, like planning out what you're going to do in paradise. That's acknowledging it's a game.
0: And when he was caught in the lie, his first reaction was, oh, my God, this is going to destroy my life. I'm going to have to go into hiding, he said.
1: He immediately was just thinking about the Bachelor Nation fallout. Taysha got mad that Hannah didn't tell her about this, mm-hmm. which is understandable because they were both finalists in Colton's season.
0: Yes, they were fantasy sweet sisters.
1: And we get a new Bachelor in Paradise character who is not actually new. Dean, Deanie Babies, joins the crew. Got a new mustache. Chris Harrison like comments on this, by the way, mm. which is... It was weird to me because I was like, oh, he commented on the other guy being pale. And he's basically saying like, oh, you need to have this standard body to enter paradise and standard grooming.
0: Chris Hurston very usually uses the entrance to paradise as a moment to kind of check the player before they walk in to let them know I'm in charge. I can make fun of you. I can treat you however I want. I can ask you any question. When Ashley Aikenetti entered paradise, he asked her, so... Have you gotten to third base yet? That's how he greeted her at what is supposed to be her chance at love. (laughs) Finding a soulmate here in paradise. It does
1: sound bad when you say it like that. Uh, Yesterday we saw Kaylin go on a date with Mike and ditch Cam. Now she goes on a date with Dean and like double ditches Cam.
0: Used him for his rose. Even had the forced makeout session with him just to secure the rose.
1: I'm going to counter that with my error error, error of the game. Cam's love letter. He gives her the out,
0: essentially, in that moment. If you're in a kind of shaky situation with somebody, never do the grand gesture. Never push it over the edge. Make them be the bad guy.
1: Yeah, that's what he could have done. And then he just mopes around for the rest of this. Cam has been playing the role of the fool. Well, he's definitely been portrayed that way. They show him knocking into... Even better, gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues, underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long-sleeve shirt and <laughs> my... Um, <laughs>
0: from the outside in. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about OneSkin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals, and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval.
1: You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off, oneskin.co. With code roses, after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Shit, and like so. Now we have night one guy Christian comes in. Night one guy takes out Nicole.
0: This is a night one player. Why did they bring this guy in? If for no other reason than I think to give him the express mission of breaking up Clay and Nicole. I think these night one guys, as they're put, I think the producers send them in with a mission.
1: The producers probably have more power over night one guys as well.
0: For sure. You're getting a second chance. Make a name for yourself. Go make a splash.
1: Yeah. You spent all that money on going to the Bachelorette and you got sent home night one. But uh, if you go provoke Clay or if you take Nicole out, we'll give you another chance.
0: You know what? I think they line up three night one guys and they put them in the hotel. (laughs) What are you laughing at? This makes perfect sense. I think they line up. There's
1: three night one guys. Are they in consecutive hotel rooms?
0: I think they're in hotel rooms next to each other, but they don't know it. And they're sequestered in those hotel rooms and they just got them on standby. And then they start seeing what's happening on the beach. See what's happening in paradise. Oh, she likes him. I mean, I kind of Give think me a night one that guy. must be Get what it there. does happen.
1: It has I to mean, be. I mean, I don't think they're all night one guys, but I think they do have like, oh, who are you into? Oh, we need someone to break
0: up Nicole or whatever. But those people are like from the bottom tier, you know? They're night one or night two guys at best. Oh, yeah. They're pawns in this game. The producers use them at will to wreak havoc on... Already existing relationships, if they can.
1: I feel like that does happen. And then those people are gone like the next night or whatever. They're yeah. on it for like a day or two.
0: They go in, they're bombs. They just drop them. Sacrifices to Lord Harrison's dark design. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder if uh, Jorge owns the Night One Guy hotel now.
0: He's going to get there eventually, yeah. Jorge's going to own that whole strip of paradise.
1: I mean, that would be a pretty good business if he just literally... I mean, that is kind of what he does. He gives people tours of the Bachelor Mm -hmm. in Paradise sites, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm happy for him. Me too. He does not have that many Instagram followers. He has 49,000.
0: You know what we need to do? We need to make a trophy that's the Jorge Moreno Bystander of the Week Award and send it to him.
1: An (laughs) actual one. (laughs) Yes. Oh,
0: my God. See if he'll put it in his Instagram.
1: (laughs) We could put that on the Instagram. The Jorge Moreno bystander of the week award. I I followed him. (laughs) I follow him as well. Did did I say this? Clay said, you have Sydney. Her role is the utility player. Clay said that Nicole had three one-on-ones. And he said, Bachelorette doesn't even get that.
0: Yeah. More recognition that this is game. Clay, Clay, in both these episodes, Clay recognized the game. Uh, being played, the in the first episode of this two episode. Why are we watching two fucking episodes of this shit per week? Per fucking week, four hours we are watching this shit and then dedicating. Oh fuck! I just have to get over it. Fuck it. We're there. We're living yeah. in the bottom of the fucking pit now. We're down here. Fuck it. Right. We're Guys, not trying to climb out anymore.
1: It's come that time in the podcast. The darkness comes to the surface.
0: It truly does for me. It truly does. Uh I can't help it. At, at a certain point, I'm just like, what am I getting out of this? Do I enjoy this? It's so compulsive at this point that there are times when I'm like, fuck, I don't want to make memes for this fucking thing. And then I do it anyway. What in the fuck is wrong with me? Have you not experienced I mean,
1: that? I think we've just we've jumped off. We've uh, we've gone in, and now it's like you can't really turn back. You can't turn back. You can though. You're we quit. can
0: turn back. Yes, that's we possible. Can't
1: turn back.
0: This podcast is still like new. We're figuring it out. I'm willing to indulge it some more for sure. But at a certain point, we have to not do anything with the Bachelor. Think yeah, about that. We move Nothing. on to
1: Love Island.
0: Oh my God. Five days How a week. How dare you? Five hours. <laughs> no, five hours a week. No
1: no try to recap that shit oh my god I do think it's a better show than this oh here's where Nicole tells Clay to get jacked up to like stand up to Christian Clay is literally acting how you should act in this scenario though Nicole is asking Clay to basically take away like one of the best qualities about Clay which is that he's like this gentle giant and he just like is very protective over her and other people She's asking him to give in to his worst instincts, like Christian, the other guy she goes out with, who basically says that he like owns women and is giving allotting her time with Clay and all this shit. The first day he met
0: her. Yeah, she certainly seems to be stoking his aggression or attempting to. And that's kind of been a theme in Hannah's season and now on Bachelor in Paradise is women that like violent men.
1: That now we come to my MVP slash play of the game we both did double MVP play of the game by the way hmm. John Paul Jones aka Young Romeo mm-hmm. recites a beautiful Shakespearean monologue to Taysha mm-hmm. this is where John Paul Jones needs to pull it out because the girls are giving roses and there's way more guys He needed to shed his stoner vibe and show her he had layers. He doesn't just talk like that. He's intellectual, she says.
0: But none of that's real. (laughs) The producers are like, we want you both on the show next week. You guys partner up.
1: I think Taysha is very smart, is a very smart player. Me too. And I think that she knows that you should just stick with one person. And I think that's what she'll do. I could see them lasting a long time. John Paul Jones seems like he would just go along with anything. Absolutely, like, a, like another a inner week tube in paradise down is great. The river. <laughs> oh, he says one of my favorite quotes. Another aspect of his MVP status. Sometimes when something's too good to be true, it ain't. He's right. Maybe not as important as the demi coming out quote at the beginning of the episode, but it's up there. So Clay comes and does exactly what Nicole told him to do, which is to get all jacked up and uh, have the masculinity overflowing mm-hmm. when he comes to ask for more time from Christian, who has her on a daybed. How'd you feel about that moment, Bachelor Clues?
0: Christian's response is verbatim. I'm not going to let you take her. This in the same episode. That Bachelor Nation had its first bisexual player reveal her identity. How far have we come and how far do we still have to go?
1: I mean, the show is just like JPJ, very layered. The show does support men's ownership of women. I mean, the asking the dad for proposal permission is. What about the close up
0: shots of diamond rings? Like they're fucking treasure. Like it's the fucking home shopping network. They put filter effects on it to make the rings like gleam. They make it look like a commercial for these things. It's horribly misogynistic, horribly racist. Every episode. Here we are doing a fucking podcast about
1: it. I mean, you got to make your sparklers sparkle. I think there's a fetishization of engagement and marriage just in the culture. A hundred percent.
0: The wedding industry is a billion dollar industry. I guess though, I mean, fuck it. Like some people just like that. Why should we care?
1: Because it's bad. It's bad for women.
0: Anyway, another cheery episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was disgusting. It it ended on a a very down note for me. And then Jordan went over to throw the piñata. He saw an opportunity to recreate one of his signature moments from last season.
1: I mean, he's an excellent player. That might have been my play of the game, actually. Destroying the pinata. It's something that you know is going to be shown. I mean, maybe he gets physically injured from this move. I don't know. Even better. Jordan knows what the show is going to air, and he creates it for them.
0: I wonder if he'll play it so that he gets beat up, goes to the hospital, and has to come back with a Band-Aid of some kind. Coming back with injury in paradise is sometimes a good strategy.
1: That's how Evan got engaged. He has 370,000 followers and 1.5 babies.
0: I can't wait till all their babies start going to stagecoach. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, before we sign off, what's the dwab at? I'm talking about the D-W-A-B-B.
1: Well, how many days without a black bachelor? Yes. 6,350.
0: 6,350. D-W-A-B-B. And counting. Days without a black bachelor. Until next week.
1: Even better, gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Praise be Lord Harrison.